What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Unleashed. My name is Kai Soto, and I have back with us again for the second time, continuing off of my last episode talking about relationships. Uh, another special guest, uh, Jen. Hi. <laughs> she's uh, she's still working on her communication skills. So uh, today. I would actually like to talk about a few different things, kind of continuing off the conversation from where we left off last time about relationships. So the first topic uh, I would like to talk about is traditional dating versus today's dating. Traditional dating being, uh, you know, the typically the chivalrous, the more um, like roles, like gender roles, guys did this, girls did that, guys went to work, women stayed at home and watched the kids, they watched the house, they cooked, and things like that. And how today it has changed. So I feel like today, today's dating, it's so massively different from the way our grandparents grew up, maybe even from what our parents grew up in. So what do you think about today's dating? How do you think it is in uh, for the average person that gets into a relationship for our generation, which would be like the 30, 30 years old and, and under? It's definitely different. I can say that. I say right now, everything is casual. Everything's taken less seriously. Um, I feel like the rules just kind of changed. So what ways, for example, would you think that... Like, Let's uh, try to give an example for... You said not being taken seriously. Do you think that's majority relationships or what do you think? Yeah, I feel like um, uh, relationships aren't taken seriously anymore. It's just everything is casual. Honestly, I think like technology has something to do with that. People uh, like Tinder or these dating apps make it a little easier to meet people and not take things seriously. I think back then you you actually had to go talk to somebody. So it makes it, I guess, more work. And when you put more work into something, you tend to take things more seriously versus something that, you know, you could just swipe left or right. Yeah, I think our main problem is, yeah, that we do want it everything too fast. And we think that it should come to us easier because we're so used to everything else coming to us easy and fast at the push of a button or anything like that. I think we've been kind of conditioned to think that we don't have to work as hard to put in and uh, put work into things that we actually really want. Would you say that's fair or no? I would say that's fair because I feel like in this generation, not just with dating, that every everybody wants things fast and easy. So they always look for shortcuts to just about anything, including relationships. And here's something that you and I have talked about before. You said at your, because you work at a salon, mm -hmm. what was the typical advice and things you would always hear women talk about in reference to a man or dating a man or getting a relationship? How, what type of things would you always hear from these women? One is that if he loves you, he would change for you. That is a big one. And that to me is just such bullshit because it's like, that's not how things should work. It's it's like you're getting with someone because of who they are, not who you want them to become. Because if it's if you're dating someone for who they who you want them to become, it's kind of like you just want them to be your little puppet. And 
to be honest, if you, if a guy actually does change for a woman, typically what ends up happening is the woman gets bored and then she ends up leaving. Would you say that's accurate? I would say sometimes, yeah. But I also say that you can't change someone no matter what. Like, um, that person has to choose to change. And they have to choose to change for them. Everyone, uh, if you're If you change... It has to be for yourself, never for the other person, or it won't be genuine. Mm -hmm. And that's what we talked about, actually, in the last relationship, too. Uh, It is really, really hard to find, uh, to get someone to change. And you shouldn't even want to do it. You should like the person that you're with. Um, You should only be concerned about changing yourself, because by changing yourself, you can actually get involved in more better relationships. But uh, what else would you hear uh, the woman in your salon talk about often? Uh, another one is, um, I would say Tinder is a big one. Like, they would go on go on dating sites and try to find, like, love in a dating site. And well, what they would do is sleep with a guy on one day. And they would, uh, the next day they would stop talking to them. And it's... The guys would stop talking to them or the girl would stop talking to the guy? The guy would stop talking to them. And they are like, damn, those assholes, you know? he, You know, like, fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know? But it's kind of like, you know, you, you know, you can't do that. You can't give a guy sex on a first date. It just doesn't work that way. And that's not how guys think. It's like, what if a guy gives a... Uh, uh, well, I'm talking to us girls, give you, like, say, like, I want to marry you and, like, have kids with you on the first date. That is, like, the equivalent. You just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is really true. Um, so what else would you say that they talk about a lot of? Because you said Tinder. So what what is the main reason why these women go on Tinder? Because I do have a lot of friends. They'll keep saying that that are girls. They'll keep saying that they'll go on Tinder, but they're not looking They'll say that they're not looking for a relationship, but, I mean, if you're going through Tinder, I don't... pretty sure there are some women who do go on Tinder looking for sex and everything, but I think that's... They're not really looking for that as much. What would you say? So, I could really translate that. So, I would say that they aren't looking for love, but they're hoping for it. They would, like, go on dates. Sometimes they'll go on dates for fun, but honestly, like, they'll say that. They'll make themselves believe that. But inside, deep inside, they hope that one of these dates will work out. They may not say it. They may not believe it in their head, but something inside of them is hoping that. I see, because when... I always find it weird when women go on Tinder because it's kind of like, every, I know every single guy that goes on Tinder, we're not looking for love or we're not looking to find the one or anything like that. We're If we're going on Tinder, we're fucking looking for sex. <laughs> That's all we're looking for. So it's kind of like when a woman goes on Tinder uh, or any of those type of apps, it's... That's typically what she finds majority of the time, I would say. So even if there's a guy who it may be interesting or something, majority of the time he's going to end up asking for like new pics or, or to meet up soon so that sex can occur. So when it comes to t- Tinder and dating apps like that, when a woman is looking for something real and she wants something real or hopes for something real, I would actually advise her to stay away from those type of sites. What do you think about that? I would agree. I would say if um, for girls, if you're looking for a relationship, don't go on those apps because 
most of the time the guys are serious. I would say there's maybe like maybe a five percent chance that uh, a guy is looking for a relationship too. Because um, I have seen I have seen success stories with Tinder, but majority of guys don't isn't looking for a relationship. And also some girls, they just go on Tinder looking for a false sense of confidence too. Someone who I would say to have low self-esteem or isn't feeling themselves because, uh, you know, um, maybe they're too busy to go out or like they feel like they don't get enough uh, attention from somebody. They'll go looking for a false sense of attention through Tinder and dating apps. Uh, going from there, uh, since we're talking about dating sites, there's one thing I wanted to talk about, and it's it does bother me quite a lot. Uh, because this also goes with today's, it's not so much dating, but just more of how times have changed. And it's uh, OnlyFans and Snapchat premium type crap. What, what is your opinion and what do you, or rather, how, do you, how does the average woman see OnlyFans and Snapchat premium? They see it as, for some reason, a way of like freedom, a liberation of like, kind of like a self uh self-motivating confidence kind of thing um i'm not sure why they think that i'm not against it i just uh, i don't know i i mean i'm all for do whatever you want what you feel like doing but um i feel like a lot of people go in it for the wrong reason because most most girls go in it because they do have like low confidence and i think they're looking for some attention that they're not getting in their life that's definitely uh, what i think about it is or what the average guy thinks about it honestly the average guy fucking thinks it's whack and i'll tell you why it's just because like the normal guys aren't paying for that shit the normal guys aren't aren't paying for not only fans or snapchat premium like any guy that can actually go out and get a girl is not going to pay for that shit especially because porn is free so it doesn't make any sense to the normal guy who like can just look at porn or get a girl so the only guys that are actually paying for that shit is just the creepy guys who can't get a girl who, you know, that guys, I mean, that girls really normally wouldn't talk to anyway. But going back to attention, I definitely do think that is the one, the main reason why girls do it. And they, they consider it empowering because they are getting a lot of attention from that. And maybe without that OnlyFans or, and Snapchat premium, they normally wouldn't get that amount of attention. Like typically, of course... If they post profile pictures, they may get, you know, those type of likes and everything. But then I'm pretty sure they start seeing more, like, once they start revealing more more skin and everything, they get more likes. They get more attention. They get more compliments, especially from guys who uh, really don't want anything else from them other than just to see more. And that's about it. So when, it, when, it's, when I hear women say it's empowering, I'm like... It's not. Because if you think about it, it's like you're taking off your clothes just for attention and money. With the, it's pretty much, honestly, it's pretty much just to make guys come. That's really it. It's like, what's so empowering about that? What, what do you, what do you think? Honestly, I never understood the reason, like, how taking off your clothes is empowering. Like, I, like, when I hear the word empowering, I think of something that you did for yourself, like, that you achieved, to make yourself feel good and feel proud of yourself and, you know, like kind of be a role model to other people. Um, so I don't, 
that's something I don't understand why they use that term. So, yeah. Like, going off of that, yeah, empowerment should be something that comes from within. Like, the way that they're considering empowerment is getting more validation from outside sources. And the thing that bothers me more is because a lot of these women are doing it younger and younger, and it's they're encouraging other, not even women, these girls still just coming out of high school, uh, maybe going to college from 18, 19, 20, 21, whatever it is, and they're encouraging other girls to get involved in it. And it's just like, I remember uh, growing up, when I was a teenager, when you would ask a woman for, for nudes, it was almost like she would get offended. But now it's it's just so weird seeing a difference in today's generation because they're literally marketing. There are so many girls under thirty that are just marketing their nudes to just everybody, just trying to just trying to make money for taking off their clothes and and just just it, it it's just a weird thought to me. Because I know if I was a girl, I wouldn't be encouraging other girls to be doing something like that. I would probably be encouraging girls to find other sources like uh even photography in general like that would be a good one to do like mo- actual modeling not you know taking off your clothes but you think that's uh damaging to our society uh this only fans of snapchat premium or what do you think honestly i don't think it's a damage to our society because i feel like um i feel like you know people are gonna do what they want want to do in the end and most of these girls who are taking off their clothes are honestly the most insecure and most sad for themselves because a this sounds so bad but a truly secure uh woman or girl would not be doing that if they had if they felt fulfilled in their relationship and everything within themselves uh they wouldn't be doing that i've never met someone who is secure and happy with themselves doing fans only or porn or anything like that that's that's what i think too um although the damaging part i think it is damaging but for a couple reasons because it's like what girls don't understand about this is they're okay they they always complain about this behavior i always see this on social media a lot they always complain about the creepy guys who always want to talk to them and even if, you know, a guy talks to them in person and the woman doesn't find them attractive, they're kind of like, all right, get away from me type thing. But it's like they're encouraging that same type of perverted behavior in men that they supposedly say they don't like until it comes with money. Then all of a sudden, if the guy's giving them money, they're like, oh, okay, there's money and it's and it's fine then. My position is anyone, any girl over 25 years old, I think that's more than enough uh, age to uh, decide what you really want to do, if you really want to do that or not. Um, I don't think it's the best way to make money, Um, but for the 18, 19, 20, 21, all that, I, I think, I don't think they actually think about what they're doing. Like, every, anybody can have pictures of your body, and that's on the internet, so it's going to be forever. I don't think the average girl thinks about this at that age. They're just seeing the attention. They're just seeing the quick money. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think they're thinking about, like, probably the consequences of later in life. But then again, they all they also think that there shouldn't be any consequences of doing that. That it's, again, for some reason, they tie it with being free. Free within themselves. That's something I don't understand and yeah my thing is also like if you're gonna be sexually open then do that just I, I don't get the point of bragging about you know just i do this and i do that. like it's, there's nothing to brag about it's not an achievement for you know just 
going on the internet and taking off your clothes. Yeah, but but it goes back to I need attention and I need to get any, you know, anything in any way to get it. Mm -hmm. So it could be taking off her clothes, saying it's empowering, just, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. And another thing is my problem is with uh, the the fucking, the guys who try to act like they're allies and try to act like, oh, yeah, don't let any other man tell you it's not empowering. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Because we, we, like, every guy knows these type of guys and it's like, the only reason why they're encouraging is just because they're fucking perverts themselves and they just want they just want to see more. They don't actually care about you. They don't care about your empowerment. They don't care about anything other than just seeing your skin and that's it. And once they see your skin and whatever else, they're like, okay, cool. I've already seen it. Let me go on to the next one. It's it's not – guys aren't actually legit caring to be an ally. They're just caring just because it's like another – you're just another sex object to them. And that that's really it. So that's, I don't know, but yeah. You have anything to say? Um, I honestly would say just watch out for any guy who is willing to do the most for you on a short amount of time of knowing them. Because that's a big red flag. Like, if a guy is going out of their way to do a lot of things for a girl, especially the first time meeting them or you guys aren't very close, they typically want something from the girl. So in today's dating, what do you think the average relationship goes wrong? Hmm. I would say expecting something too quickly and expecting what, um, I would say expecting that the other person wants the same thing you want. And I feel like you guys, like couples never communicate it correctly i would say that's the biggest problem probably communication i think where the problems start is not just even with the communication because that's after you've gotten with each other Uh, i think the problems start in the very beginning is what i call the initial phase of my five phase uh, program that i'm making and the initial phase it's it's called uh, or i like to call it also the vetting phase it's like you shouldn't be giving your emotions it's not time for emotion it's more about getting to actually know the person because a lot of times you'll hear like oh they changed in the relationship it's like no they never changed that's who they actually are and you would know that if you've added them better so the whole purpose of the initial phase is to it's basically a filter so let's say if you have like 20 options it's for you to set up your own uh standards for who you are willing to date because i think everybody the the average person because we weren't taught how to have a relationship they have basic standards. And what I mean by that is I like you and I find you attractive or something about you attractive. And based off of those two things, people start talking and then they go out without actually really knowing each other. It's like they get to know each other when they're already dating. And that is a big problem because when you're already dating, you're more reluctant to break things off. You're, you want to keep going. You want to ignore red flags. You want to, ha- you know, all that. So in the beginning... The, in the initial phase, I actually work with people to help them create their own standards. Like for me, I talked about this in the last podcast. I said I want the person that I'm with to always, you know, they have to be fit. They have to work out because I, I like working out and taking care of my body. Uh, I like traveling a lot. So that's another one. I, I can't be with somebody who just wants to stay home all the time. I like exploring, especially if I go to different countries or whatever it is. I like checking out as many things as possible. So that's just a couple of my standards. 
And if you don't work on your standards in a relationship for what you want in the beginning before you even start talking to anybody, you're already kind of setting up yourself for failure. Like for the relationship to have a better chance of success, you want to have those standards set in the beginning and not try to get to know them while they're dating. So other than that, uh, that will be it for this episode. We are wrapping it up uh, just a bit sooner than usual because uh, we did continue this off of if you haven't heard it already check out our last episode that we did together and we talked about uh, a lot of things and this is just to clarify over a few more points that we wanted we talked about in the last podcast episode so other than that i would like to thank my guest jen thank you jen for coming on no problem <laughs> bye <laughs> all right guys uh that is it Keep an eye out for my next podcast episode. It's going to be a really good one. And if you haven't yet checked out my my other episodes, feel free to do so now. Uh, send us any questions about relationships or anything at all uh, off of Instagram or Facebook. Um, and, yeah, that is it. Take care, guys.